Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further and access some exclusive content, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a member, you can gain access to exclusive bonus episodes, access episodes early, buy merch, and contribute to the making of the podcast. The support of our listeners can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash twodrinkcinema. Cheers. Cinema! Cheese. Welcome to a very special, well, just special episode of Two Drink Cinema. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. We are two brothers talking about lots of movies. Mm, two drinks, two drinks at, a at a time. It is our Oscars slash Razzies special that we didn't get to do last year because. You had COVID or did I have COVID? I had COVID in March. This is March. Yeah. <laughs> so you so had COVID. So probably me. Well, I think we um, slightly overlapped or backed onto each other. Quite possibly. Yeah. Who knows? So um, we are talking about the Razzies and the Oscars because it is awards season. It's the end of awards season, everybody. We have Sorry. We had... The SAGs, the BAFTAs, the the Golden Globes. Yep. And that is informing your awards, the Oscars. Yes, not so much Not so much informing mine because there is no Razzie version of the Golden Globes. No. Even though it's probably the Hollywood foreign press that could say this is the shittest movie of the year. It's they've done that before. They've nominated a few questionable things. We all know the Golden Globes aren't that great, but let's move on. Okay. So the first thing I wanted is okay. Let's talk about who's nominated the most. Yeah. In categories. So right. in the Razzies, the fact that Blonde is nominated mm. for eight Razzies, mm. but Anna de Armas is nominated for Best actor, yeah, is very odd. Uh, Considering cons- in our watching, we could have nominated her for worst actress. I would have. Mm. I thought she was terrible, but but we know the Oscars love a biopic. They love a biopic, and they love a movie about Hollywood. Yeah, even and if so it does Marilyn make people both. look bad. Yeah, uh, even though it's not true. It's close enough to being Marilyn Monroe in a biopic to get the nom. Even if she did have a slight slight Spanish accent. Yeah. During the movie. During the It was a mess. Yeah. I struggled. I had to watch it in two parts. I did too. uh, because I fell asleep and I came back to it. So Blonde has the most Razzie nominations with Mm. eight. Mm. Picture, two supporting actors, two screen couples. Worst remake, worst director, and worst screen. Is one of the screen couples um, her and the scene where she's at the doctor? Uh, no. Ooh, the doctor or, and the shot yeah, out of her. Yeah. What's it? Uh, no, it is her and the person that was definitely not probably for legal reasons, John F. Kennedy. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In the, Just Mr. President. In the... Uh, the writer decided that event was non-consensual moment. Mm, mm, yeah? Mm, mm. We'll talk about... Well, we can rant about Blonde now or a little bit later. 
Maybe a little bit later. Okay. So Blonde is leading the nominations. And then there's a movie called Good Morning, which has seven. Disney's Pinocchio has six. Oh, gosh. Morbius has five. And The King's Daughter has three. Wow. And there's a few other in there. Mm. What is well-nominated on the good side of things, Brett? Well, this little movie that nobody's talked about for a year, um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, yes. Um, has 11 Oscar nominations. That's Titanic levels. Not quite. But it's up there. It's up there. If it wins all of them, it'll be Titanic level. But it won't because it can't. Um, Why can't it? Well, because there's two in the same category. Oh, okay. So unless there's a tie. Can it work like that? It can. There can be a tie. Has there been a tie? There's been ties. So does that mean they have spare statues just in case? They know ahead of time. Oh. The people that make the statues. Okay. It's not like they get to the end and go, sorry, we'll we'll get you one later. It's not like they give them one and then they're like, I'll give it back sorry, while you're we, at Elton John's we, party yeah. so we can engrave it. We need this for editing. Can yeah. you can we just like give it to you later? Okay. Yeah. Not like the Brownlow where they just have a few just in case. Yeah. I that's I assume they have because you never because you have to know, you know, in terms of like song and producers and stuff. There's different numbers for each movie. I reckon they just have 20 out the back. Yeah, they just have a thing. You go, oh, and we'll get it engraved for you later at the Vanity Fair party. They're the plaster ones left over from From when it was the war. Yeah, Yeah. they just use them as props every year. Yeah. And probably let them hold on to them for the party. Yes. Because they might get lost. Yeah. Because they could party. I wouldn't. If I'd be like, I'd take it to the toilet with me. I wouldn't let anybody Chain touch it to that. My chest and just yeah. make it there the whole night. Apparently, they're pretty heavy. So. Not the plaster ones. No, not the plaster ones. But the plaster gold of ones. Paris. Um, well, all maybe right. not Paris. So everything, everywhere, all at once is eleven times 11. nominated. Yep. What else is big? Um, the Banshees of Inna Sharon. Oh, a bit of Irish. Yeah, has nine. Is it nominated for best picture? Yes. Okay, but tell me, After Sun is nominated for best. Foreign picture. No, just actor. There's something that was made in the UK. Oh, there's an Irish one. Yeah. Yeah. So what makes the Banshees of Inner Sharon best picture and this other one not best picture makes it international? Uh, Colin Farrell. No. He's not American. (laughs) Um, Is it just because it's It's too It's probably the studio that makes it. No, because like... All Quiet on the Western Front is nominated for Best Picture and International Feature Film, it's called now. It's not foreign language film anymore. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's more probably the um, studios that make it and distribute it and everything. Okay. Or perhaps it wasn't released here. Oh, okay. Mm. I saw a short for one of those ones that's up for International Feature Film called EO. Yep. I think it's just about a donkey. Okay. It looks pretty good. Like it looks like, oh, this donkey's going to die and you'll be sad at the end. Oh, so it's a Pixar film then. Yeah. (laughs) But it doesn't talk. (laughs) It's not voiced by... It's one of the um, Pixar shorts at the start before you go and see Toy Story 5. (laughs) It's not voiced by like Steve Buscemi or something. Oh, God. Don't know why I sent Steve Buscemi, but there we go. Sorry, Steve, if you're listening, Um, we don't think you're a donkey. Yeah. Also with Nine is... um, all Quiet on the All Western Quiet Front. on the Western Front, 
which got a stack load and I think should have got more. Oh, mm. okay. We'll come to that, yeah. I guess, if we go through the categories, yeah. which we will. Yep. Before we do, though, I want to mention an apology and a rescindment, Ooh. which Ooh, is not a word. A rescindication. From the Golden Raspberry That's Awards. That's not a word either, is it? Because last year when we talked about the Razzies, there was a whole category of Bruce Willis. Yes. Because he made eight movies in 2021. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were all bad. And they were all not great. And they were all nominated. Um, but there was an official statement by the Razzies uh, saying, this is what it says, we have made the decision to rescind the Razzie award given to Bruce Willis due to his recently disclosed diagnosis. If someone's medical condition is a factor in their decision-making and or their performance, we acknowledge that it is not appropriate to give them a Razzie. So they've taken that one back because obviously he's had his medical issues. Whereas um, the guy who made Blonde... That decision-making was his choice. Was allegedly sound mind. Apparently so. There's another one they rescinded as well. Ooh. Uh, they have rescinded Shelley Duval's nomination for The Shining. Oh, Because okay. Stanley Kubrick was an asshole. Right. Slightly different to Bruce Willis's. Slightly different. Um, Is that what their, their official statement? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, we have since discovered that Duval's performance was impacted by Stanley Kubrick's treatment of her throughout the production. She was... Yeah, okay, she was bad in that, but okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a good... That's... Um, that's good. P, that's political correctness gone mad. No, um, no, no that's good. It's good. It's the right thing to do and... Do it now while he's still here. Yeah. Shelley Duvall's still Before you get cancelled. I think so. Or she died recently. They might have posthumously rescinded her award. I feel like I would have heard that though. Although I did forget that Meatloaf died. And you'd think I'd remember that. No, just like I forgot it happened. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she alive. We're going to go through category by... Category. Yes, Ju- not, not all e- of them. Yeah. Everybody, not, not don't 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 switch off now. Of the Academy Award categories, because there's a lot. Yeah, uh, only the ones that aren't televised are we going to go mm, through. Mm. Yeah, the ones no one cares yeah. about. So best, first we will go boy. with <laughs> <laughs> first we will go with best live action short. Now, Lee, what did you think? Yes. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody watched them. Although I will say one of our local cinemas did do a, like a session of, they showed them all. Oh, good. Yeah. That's good. Well done them. I didn't go. I thought about it, but I didn't oh, go. Do you know what I haven't mentioned for people on YouTube? We're on we're YouTube? We're not in the different studio. <laughs> we're not in my studio. Oh, we're in a previous studio. We're in studio number two. And the reason for that is because we are going from here to our favourite bar, Pride of mm. Our Footscray, mm. um, afterwards. So, if you're listening to this when it's released, don't go to Pride looking for us tonight. It's, in, it's released on Friday, isn't yeah. it? Still maybe, go to, maybe, still go to, maybe you might no, see it. Still go to Pride, but there's <clears> no <throat> guarantee we will be there. No. There's a good chance. I'm going out in Yarraville, so there's a good chance I will kick on to Pride. Yeah. Because there's live band karaoke in Yarraville. So there's Ooh. a good chance that I'll kick on from there. To Pride. That's interesting. So if you are listening to this on the day it's released, about midnight at Pride. Yeah. If you find us at about midnight, Brett and I will be at that stage where we will happily buy you a drink. I'll buy you two drinks. Yeah. Two drink cinema. Hey, cheers. 
great cocktail bar. Very good cocktails. Um, and uh, Mon, the main cocktail maker at Pride, will make you anything except the one from Muriel's wedding. Okay, good. That was <laughs> not nice anyway. Not great. And I'm not yeah. sure they have cherry brandy. They probably do. I don't know if they would. It's not a nice ingredient. No, no. offense to cherry brandy if you're listening. No. <laughs> cherry the, brandy so also. The drag queens oh, it's so much joke, you bastard. All right, oh. um, let's get on with the categories because we've got, what, six each to get through. I'm going to start with the Razzie for worst screen couple. Can I just say? Yes. This is my favorite Razzie category because it is hilarious. I love it when it's like not two people. All right. When well, it's like, is... like a couple of years ago, it was like Jared Leto and whatever that accent was yeah. in the House of Gucci. Well, we've got a bit of that. Uh, we have in Worst Screen Couple the nominations Colson Baker, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly, and Mod Sun in Good Morning. Now, a disclaimer, Good Morning has a lot of nominations, but to rent it on Apple TV was $7. Well, no, and why as, would I pay that? As much as I love this podcast, I'm not paying $7 to spend two hours watching something that's nominated oh, for six Razzies. Megan Fox wouldn't even pay $7 to watch that. So, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly and Mod Sun for Good Morning. Okay. Uh, this is one you like. Well, not mm. both real life characters in the fallacious White House bedroom scene in oh. Blonde. Oh God, that was that was bad and uncomfortable. Bad. Uh, mm. Andrew Dominic and his issues with women for Blonde. <laughs> oh God, Jesus! The two three sixty five days sequels. So they've nominated oh, so the, the two movies, movies as a couple. Are so bad. They nice. Both released in twenty twenty two. Yeah, uh, cool. and this one. Tom Hanks and his latex-laden face and ludicrous accent for Elvis. That's a throuple. Not for Disney's Geppetto. Well, no, okay. I think it could be both. Tom Hanks and his latex-laden face in Elvis. Tom Hanks and his ludicrous accent in Geppetto, uh, as Geppetto in Pinocchio. Can I um, just say, and I told you so? Yeah. When when we watched After Elvis, I said, that is the worst movie that Tom Hanks has ever made. Well, he tried to top it with Disney yeah, Pinocchio. I was going to say, I haven't seen <laughs> Pinocchio since then. Well, I have. And his accent is shit. Yep. Okay. So, I don't, I don't know if Hollywood's worked it out yet, but there are these um, things from Italy. Pizza. Actors. Oh. Yeah. Right. Also actors from Italy. Yeah. So, you could... Like, it's Pinocchio and it's yeah. Disney. Mm. You don't need Tom Hanks to make people want to go and see it. No. Number one, right? No. Then my issue from there gets stronger because it's obviously set in Italy. Uh-huh. Right? Pinocchio, Geppetto. Cynthia Arrivo, yep. Yep. The only Italian accent... Is Geppetto. Is Geppetto. Not even... Not, Jiminy okay. Crick, Pinocchio, American. Jiminy Cricket, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Keegan-Michael mm. Key is oh, the wolfy God. thing that, that steals him away. Everyone's American. And then they make Tom okay. Hanks do this terrible, every only second word, Italian accent. Mm, that's okay. So his acting performance isn't terrible. You can't get to his acting performance because of his accent. Yep. And it was the same, I think, It was in the Elvis. same with Blonde. That, yes. that, that, that her accent distracted me so much. So I we're doing tips for this one. Yep. I am tipping that it's going to go to the two movies. The two movies. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen either of them. 
I'll disclaimer it. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, you know what though? Although I, this, I don't know if they give it to Blonde. What? You can't give Tom Hanks a Razzie. Or you can. You can. They, what? We said that the Oscars love a biopic and a movie about Hollywood. Yep. The Razzies seem to lean towards disappointing movies rather than just flat out bad movies. Like, yeah, okay. Blonde had, somebody told me this person in a biopic about Marilyn Monroe. Sounds great. I'll watch that. Disappointing. Yes. Tom Hanks with um, Baz Luhrmann. Disappointing. Great, disappointing. Yeah. So that makes me think it could be Tom Hanks mm. because it certainly is the most disappointing performance because you have no expectations of Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, God, no. Yeah. And if so you do, adjust your expectation. It's a two-horse race, which you're going to say a lot tonight, I, I think, between the two 365 Days sequels mm-hmm. and Tom Hanks and his latex-laden face and ludicrous accent. It is a thruple in Worst Screen Couple for the Razzies. Mm. Write that down. There you go. Yours. Your, you don't have worst screen I don't have couple, worst screen couple. But you um, have, what are you doing I don't have us? best screen couple either. No, that's true. Although if it was, it'd be Michelle Yeoh and pick a, pick a person. Michelle Yeoh and... And on, this the, one or the daughter or the no, dad or Jamie Lee Curtis, pick the, one. The couple, the story-wise, I think the coupling of Michelle Yeoh and Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. is very good for the story. Yes. I've gone with a couple of categories. See what I did there? Oh, very um, and with the musicness of it all. Okay. So there are two music categories. Yes. Music original score. Yep. And music original song. In the olden days, mm-hmm. what was different about music? Uh, well, there was less <laughs> electronic influence. And. Um... I just realised it sounded like a Philomena Kunk question. <laughs> <laughs> In the olden days, music was different. How? Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched that? No, it's on my list oh, to, of things funny. to watch. I feel like at every I episode that, I watch... I see a lot of clips yeah. and then I'm like, no, don't watch it because that'll ruin yeah, it. Every episode, there's about six things that I remember from TikTok. But anyway, yeah. if you haven't watched Kunk on Earth, watch it, everyone, including Brett. Things used to be different about music mm-hmm. in the Academy Award categories. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Um, they used to have more categories or different categories. Might okay. be better. So used to, there used to be a category called Best Scoring of a Musical Picture. Oh, like a Singing in the Rain. Yeah. So it, there were more musicals. Like Prince won one for like... The Batman Returns best, soundtrack. You know, oh. like, you know, he wrote all the songs for Purple Rain. And it oh, was like okay, yeah, best right. music in a movie kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the category used to be called. But now it's just score and song. Okay. Because there's no musicals. You talk about best original score. I'm wearing my John Williams T-shirt. Yeah, which is good. So this, yeah, he's an up-and-comer. Um, I thought I'd support this young bloke. Yeah. Because he seems to write some good stuff. Yeah. What have we got? Yeah, so the nominees are Volker Brotelfrom for All Quiet on the Western Front. Justin Hurwitz for Babylon, Carter Burwell for The Banshees of Inner Sharon, uh, Sun Lux, I'm probably saying that terribly, for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and uh, John Williams for The Fablemans. Oh, hang on. John Williams for a Spielberg movie? Yeah, it's the, apparently at the last Oscars, somebody introduced them. Yeah, right. Like, hey, you make good movies, you write good songs. Thing would, go. Would, it was jo- nah. that George Lucas guy. I would done a never couple of movies. have picked those guys to work together. 
Yeah. No, they just don't seem... It just doesn't make sense to me. John Williams and Steven Spielberg, I don't know. No, I don't think it'll last. Mm. I don't think that but he'll get 60 Oscar you know, nominations. Their first their first it's time together, many. maybe they'll pull an Oscar out maybe. of that. Maybe, they won't. What uh, do you think? <laughs> I think it's a two-horse race. No, I think um, Babylon. Babylon okay. music was good, and it was also a bit um, different. It wasn't like your typical orchestral, orchestral score yeah, yeah. thing. It was a bit more jazzy and stuff. Yeah. So I think that'll be good. But I also wouldn't be surprised if All Quiet on the Western Front won that as well. Copy, paste. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to, I don't want this to sound like how I'm going to say it. You're not going to watch a German movie? Do you think they just go, like we took the piss just before. Do you think the Academy just goes Spielberg, Williams, nomination? Uh, sometimes because I didn't think the Fableman, the music in that, in the Fablemans was like that great. You didn't think it was outstanding ground. Like I thought there was better music in other movies. Yeah. Four others at least. Yeah. I'd say more than, you know, like the music in Black Panther was better. It was good in Black Panther. But it is, you know, it is, it's John Williams. Sometimes I see people do things and they go, wow, that's amazing. Just because it's got their name on it. Yeah, like if we released another podcast, people would just go, well, that's going to be great. Yeah, like, and if we go to the song one, they do that with the song one. Can I rant about songs or do you want to say your nomination first? I think I know your rant. Has something changed about Best Original Song recently? I, that's what I was thinking. Because right? Take My Breath Away... I don't know why that one comes to mind, right? Okay. From Top Gun. From Top, but well, maybe that's because why. Because Top Gun Maverick, yeah. right? That's nominated this year. Take My Breath Away is in the movie. Yes. Yeah. I don't know off the top of my head these five, but are these five songs over the credits? As of 2019, the Academy's rules stipulate that an original song consists of words and music. Okay. <laughs> Both of which are original and <laughs> written specifically for the motion picture. There must be a clearly audible, intelligible, substantive rendition, not necessarily visually presented, of both lyric and melody used in body of the motion picture or as the first music cue in the oh. end credits. I actually think that it changed because at one time I thought that, um, well, it changed in 2019, um, that if it was just the song at the end of the credits, it wasn't eligible. Yes, because I don't like that because part of the art of writing a song for a movie is to make it fit the movie. Yes. And to... I think edit it to be within the movie, which is very yeah. easy for Take My Breath Away. They just play a love song over a sex scene. Like that's not difficult mm. for them to do. But just go, yeah, we're going to make this Black Panther movie all orchestral score mm. and then put this song at the end, oh, nomination. Yeah. Or like, you know, The Lion King. We're going we're gonna to do this whole thing and then... Someone's going to write a song for Beyonce to sing over the credits. Beyonce gets a nomination. Yeah. Whereas in the... Wait, is that what happened? No, it wasn't over the credits. It was on the little pictures. Okay, all right. Just sticking up for Beyonce. Yeah, sure. We don't want Beyonce fans no, mad at just, us, Lee. Yeah, I know. I'm sitting across from one. I, d I don't... I, I, that just is an example that popped into my head. Yes. Right? So... Because there's a, a couple in this that fall right. into that. What have we got? So we've got... like five of them, the credits. Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Music and lyrics by Lady Gaga and Blood Pop. Yep. Uh, that, that's, that's over the credits. credits. 
Uh, Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Music by Thames, Rihanna, Ryan Coogler and Ludwig Goranson. Lyrics by Thames and Ryan Coogler. Credits. Natu Natu from RRR. Music by M.M. Kiravani. Lyric by Chanda Rombonsi. Don't know, I haven't uh, seen Triple it. Triple R is apparently a great movie. It's apparently that song's won a fair few yeah. things. So I, that's my pick ahead of time. This is a lie from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Music by L- Ryan Lott, David Byrne and Mitski. Lyric by Ryan Lott and David Byrne. Credits? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't remember a movie in that a song in that movie. I think it's credits. I don't know if it is credits. All right, I'll look it up. Um, and the last one is Applause from Tell It Like a Woman, Music and Lyrics by Diane Warren. Was the song from the Golden Globes TV uh, presentation nominated? Or is that come up in the Emmys because it was televised? It was televised. Yeah. The Golden Globes or the BAFTAs? The BAFTAs rap. Yeah. Angela Bassett did the thing. <laughs> there we go. We said it. Um, so... This with this one, Diane Warren um, has been nominated for a shut load of Oscars. Okay. Um, and never won. Oh, okay. So, wait, let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. This Gosh. is her fourteenth. Um, Oscar no, nomination, she's best never won. Song. Her Goodness best original gracious. song. And her 7, 8, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, sixth in a row. So, I put some money on the Oscars. Um, and I think that, um, what do you call it? I think that that Natu Natu will, from RRR will win. Yeah. But... I wouldn't be at all surprised if they did a sneaky pity win for her. Oh, like a um, like a little, you know, like a Jack Palance. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's my two R tips. Is your triple tip. R triple R? Um, the credits song I think is "This Is a Life." Yeah. Okay. What song plays at the end of "Everything Everywhere All at Once"? It just gives me the track listing, and that song is first. On the track listing. Because I, I can't remember there being a song in it. You know what I mean? Do you so. know, do you, there were so many. So the Everything Everywhere All at Once soundtrack was all written by Son Lux. Mm. Except for Claire de Lune, which was played on the piano by Son Lux. I was going to say, you got a bit <laughs> stiff not getting credited for writing that one. Um, and so, yes, This Is A Life Extended is the first track on the um, album. Okay. By, written by Son Lux, Mitski, and David Byrne. Uh, so I feel like that's a credits one. But She's done some great songs, that Diane Warren. Oh, yeah, she's all right. Her first nomination was in 1987. Take My Breath Away. For Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now from Mannequin. Oh, that's a great song. Because You Loved Me, How Do I Live? You know what? I Don't um, Want to Miss a Thing. Oh, God. You know what movie that song is in? The Starship one. Starships. No. Momentif- d- nothing's going to stop us gonna now. Nothing's going to stop us now. It's in a movie called The Skeleton Twins that I've told you before to watch. Okay. It's got Kristen Wiig and the other guy. Yeah. You would imagine Kristen Wiig's wi- with Bill Hader. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, they're in it. They play uh, 
it's a very dark comedy. They play suicidal twins. Mm. Um, so it's funny despite that. Okay. Good. She's generally pretty funny. And so is Bill he. Hader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Cool. So you're saying triple R for song and Babylon for score, but it could sneaky pity for Diane Warren. Sneaky pity for Diane Warren, which wins would be great because then I would win $250. Oh, okay. We're I put five there. bucks on it. When you join the Academy, you're going to have to stop betting. All right. Yeah, I'm fine with that because I'll be on the fucking Academy. The Academy. I don't give a shit. All right. The next uh, category yep. um, is worst remake slash ripoff slash sequel. That's my Razzie's category. Uh, and the nominees are Blonde, both 365 Days sequels, 365 Days This Day, and the next 365 Days. Oh, they're sequels of the... F- okay, yeah. I think they're sequels of each other. Yes, I was going to say so that. And so they're like, let's do that. Disney's Pinocchio. Yep. Firestarter mm. from the Stephen King novel uh, and Jurassic World Dominion. I've seen Pinocchio, Blonde and Dominion. I heard Firestarter was pretty bad and they they didn't they nominated the girl in Firestarter. Oh, but then for they worst were like, actress but she's like 11. She's, yeah, let's <laughs> let's step back. She wasn't making her decisions properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so her parents are nominated instead. It was I am going to Pick for this. Surely Blonde. I think it's between Blonde. Yeah, I'm going to say Blonde. I'm mm. just going to say a straight out one. Blonde. Um, Dominion was bad. Yes. But it wasn't bad, bad. I think it was just like it's paint Jurassic by numbers. Park. They just phoned it in. Was it, is it also because I'm assuming that the Razzies are nominated by a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Um, and they would love Jurassic Park. So is it a bit like, how dare you nominate it? No, I think it was bad. Okay. The I have only, heard it's pretty bad. The only good thing about it were the three or four scenes where Laura Dern, Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum were on screen together. Oh, see, and then everybody goes, oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But it wasn't Does just... Did he die in the toilet? No. It wasn't just the legacy. They were actually good. They were mm. better than Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard on oh, screen yeah. together. Yeah. So um, that's my tip for okay. that is that it's going to be blonde. And watch this space, Jurassic Park, the original review coming soon on Two Drink Cinema. Oh, correct. All right, what are you doing next? Visual effects. All right. You don't have worst visual effects. No, I don't have worst um, visual effects and you don't have best ripoff. Uh, no, I don't. Best sequel. Well, there's a couple nominated for best picture this year, so you never know. Mm. Um, and All Quiet on the Rest of the Front's a remake. So yeah, could. visual effects, All Quiet on the Western Front. Yep. I'm not going to say all the names. Avatar, The Way of Water, because The Batman, Mm. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Mm. and Top Gun Maverick. I'm going to go straight out, Way of Water. You reckon? The... It's did it before. No, but I've watched the original Avatar, and then I watched this one, and it's like another level. Yes. I would say it's between Avatar and Black Panther. The the fact that for eighty percent of the for most of the movie you're in the Navi world Pandora yeah yeah no you're always on the Navi world but some scenes are mostly human people oh right? yeah 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 like them with their dots on their face yeah 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 so <laughs> I just think what the hell I meant then didn't you <laughs> so there's the scenes where there's humans but just 
I could not tell you a time where I looked at the screen and there was either a Navi with a human or a human with a Navi and there was it was completely seamless. And for three hours so and twenty the, minutes. Were there any scenes like I haven't seen it. Were there any scenes like the first one where it's, you know, like Sam Worthington and Sigourney Weaver in like military real world? Yeah. 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 So there were there were quite a few. And there's actually one character who's a real live human boy, not Pinocchio. Oh. And he's in. He lives in the Navi is he world. Italian. <laughs> he's more Italian. Oh, but than he's Tom human Hanks. in the world. He's human living in the Navi world. Oh. And for that to be two hours of the three-hour movie seamless. Yeah, that's good. I, I thought was incredible, and it's long been a special effects difficulty to animate water, but we got three hours of it. Yeah. And he did it very well. It was like, it, they'd be like, we're doing way, it's called the way of water. And then these guys were like, fuck, I hate doing water. We're going to have to do three uh, hours of water? I just only learned how to do fire. Now I've got to do yeah, water. Right? It's like in at school when we did Into the Woods and I was helping paint the sets and the, the art teacher who was like head of the paint yep. set, she was just like, if they ever do anything that needs us to paint green, I'm saying no. I'm like, yeah, fair point. If I have to ever paint a whole fucking forest again. <laughs> yeah, just, you should have, with so much green paint. Anyway, I will say. I'm saying Avatar. Way I'm of saying water. Avatar as well. Yep. Second runner up, uh, Black Panther. I will say I'm surprised everything everywhere all at once didn't get a nod in this one as well. Those hot dog fingers were seamless. Right? Yeah. I mean, there was, yeah. Was I it nominated it was for editing? Oh yeah. It, yeah, it'll win editing. I think that's that was almost like ooh effects or editing. Mm, I think mm. the editing is better than the effects of everything every all at once. Yeah, but then again, Top Gun Maverick, I couldn't because of what I know about Tom Cruise. It's not an awfully visual effects movie. Like he actually flew a plane. Exactly. That's yeah. Whereas like Angela Bassett did not actually die. So that was like. <laughs> That's a good effect. Yeah. Oh, God, just, I, I really hope she doesn't die in the no, next 24 hours. That reminded me of that review we read of um, the gay one. Call me by Call your me name. By your name. <laughs> and they were like, if you could be a sexuality and kiss someone of your own gender, I will give you an award. <laughs> if you can die in a movie, I'll nominate you for Best Supporting Actress. <laughs> All right, so you're saying Avatar. Uh, Avatar, I reckon, you know, it won the, for the first one and apparently yeah. this one's better. James Cameron hasn't won in a while, so. He hasn't made a movie in a while. Worst screenplay is the one I'm doing next for the Razzies. Blonde? Uh, Blonde, <laughs> written for the screen by Andrew Dominic, adapted from the bio novel by Joyce Carol Oates. Disney's Pinocchio, screenplay by Robert Zemeckis and Chris White, not authorised by the estate of Carlo Collotti. Oh, Wow. Vista print, 50 flies for... Oh, no, that's an ad. Um, <laughs> fucking idiot. Sorry. There's I'm, all, I'm all the, the... the Me swearing and calling someone an idiot is more of myself for not realising what you were doing, but continue. There's Good morning. There's literally an ad in the middle of this category. <laughs> they paid extra for that. Oh, jeez. And look, they just got to read to all 10 of our listeners. We didn't use Vista print for our business. No, we didn't. Um, Good morning. This is in quotation marks. Written, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly and Mod Son. Gosh. Jurassic World Dominion uh, by Emily Carmichael and Colin Trevorrow. Morbius uh, by Matt Zazama and Burke Sharpless, which is not does not sound like a real name. 
Mm. Morbius, I think, is a disappointing one. A disappointing nomination. Yeah, not a terrible movie. When you look movie. at Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yep. And then Marvel also do Morbius. You kind of go, well, oh, Morbius is shit. It's a Sony Marvel, not a Disney Marvel. I'll okay. explain to you off, off That's uh, camera. It's a sub-level um, of nerd that I don't need to know. This is a tough one Blonde. for me. Blonde. It's not tough. <laughs> Although because the fact that one of them has written in quotation marks yeah, might give it away. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't seen Good Morning. But again, because of the disappointment, it's a bad movie What's... about Marilyn Monroe. So you don't you don't want to spend eight dollars watching an apparently terrible movie? Yeah, no. Okay. If it wins, I'll do it. Okay. If it wins for, You're on for record. a number of categories, I'll do it and then I'll talk about if it. If it sweeps. All right, what I'll do. So this the the Razzie wins come out Sunday. Uh huh. If I our time, if it wins, I'll watch it and I'll do a little spiel about it in our Oscars Razzie review episode, which all right, is a great. special one that comes out on Tuesday. All right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, for me, Jurassic World Dominion and Morbius are paint by numbers, right by numbers. Um, so it's blonde. For okay. Me. You've got two screenplay I have categories. Two for the screenplay Oscars. categories. So the first one is adapted screenplay based on a previous material and or right. work. So the bio novel blonde. Um, all Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> yes, based on a book. Uh, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. What previous... What's that based well, that's, on? I don't know. Um, I should have looked that up. Living, which is based off a Japanese movie. Top Gun Maverick. And Women Talking. Um, and I... Uh, okay, so the thing with Top Gun... Right. Yeah. Someone in nine. What did the first Top Gun came out? Eighty five. Someone in nineteen eighty one or something mm. wrote an article about the actual Top Gun Academy. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And then they wrote a, and then they wrote a movie. I okay. Okay. And then they based another movie off that as well. And then they sued. Yeah. Good. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. And part of the deal was. Oh, okay. We won't make a sequel for twenty years. Oh no, you're allowed to use the content for the next twenty years or twenty five years or something. Yeah, right. Or whatever amount of time twenty twenty came to. Twenty five years. Okay. Thirty five years. Thirty five years. Part of the settlement was we can use the content for the next thirty five years. Yeah. Right. So then they sued them again because Top Gun Maverick wasn't released till twenty twenty two. Oh. Because but of delayed Paramount COVID-ness. said, no, no, we wrapped it yeah. in 2021 or whatever, which mm. was still within the thing. So they stopped using it because nobody was saying those words anymore. Yeah. In, in like real life. They're saying them now, but that's because you're watching it on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I'm my, my question about Top Gun Maverick wasn't why is it adapted. It's more why is it even nominated at all? Yeah. It's not like a, you know, usually movies like that don't, it's just people flying around in a plane for two hours. Yeah, that's Is, true. Are they basing Glass Onion because it's like there was, a, it's a sequel? Writer-director Ryan Johnson spent the 2019 press tour and awards circuit expressing his love for Agatha Christie mysteries. Well, that's that doesn't dumb. mean yeah. his Knives Out screenplay would earn an Oscar nomination. Hmm. 
Yeah, I can't really find it. Yeah, so my pick for that category um, would be, I don't know, probably women talking. Okay. Yeah. So adapted is women talking. I, I In my research I'm just doing now live on air, mm. um, it's not coming up with anything adapted. Yeah, I'm a bit confused. In two, this is from... Oh, that's a digital commons. In 2019, the 2019 film Knives Out. No, that's a different movie. Maybe. I don't know because it had the same people in it. That makes no sense. Yeah, but then the ringer.com says Glass Onion brought Knives Out to the next level. Give it the best adapted screenplay, Oscar. But this is just going to be an argument for why it should win the Oscar, not why it should be called adapted screenplay. Yeah. How Oscar voters choose between these contenders will likely boil down to four key questions. Oh, God. Which adaptation had the highest degree of difficulty? Which adaptation best retained the spirit of the original while also kind of sort of doing its own thing? Which screenplay was the biggest reason the movie was good? Which writer do I want to see possess an Oscar? Most of those four questions, the answer would be um, Ryan Johnson. Which writer do I most want to see possess an Oscar? Probably Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Which screenplay was but the highest reason the movie got made? Not Top Gun. The Which adaptation had the highest degree of difficulty? We don't know because we don't know what Knives Out Glass was Onion adapted, was nominated yeah, from. Dominated yeah. from. Yeah. Fuck, I can't speak. Maybe they just shoved that in there. Anyway, oh, right. for the original screenplay. Okay, let's go. Uh, the five nominees are The Banshees of Inner Sheeran, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar... And Triangle of Sadness. I think everywhere they're all once. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Banshees of Inner in one, but I think everything, everywhere, all at once is more of a complex story. E-E-A-A-O. Yeah. How much of the screenplay is the words and the story? Well, it's this both because it's a, an original story and they wrote the words. That's true. The people say. So that's an original story. So you would think that that's a more complex story to write other than, you know, Irish people chopping up their fingers. Spoiler alert. And saying feck a lot. Feck. Mm, Okay. So, yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once is my tip for that. All right. Let's get into into the big ones now, aren't we? The big ones, the supporting. It is, well, we're recording this on International Women's Day. Oh, there you go. So I'm going to talk about worst supporting actress first. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, we've got Adria Ayona, Morbius. I've said that wrong. Uh, Lorraine Bracco, voice only for Disney's Pinocchio. Mm. Penelope Cruz, the 355. Mm, wow. Bing Bing Fan, the 355, and The King's Daughter. Oh. Mira Solvino, Lamborghini, the man behind the legend. I didn't even know that was a movie. That sounds terrible. Um, Is that like that movie Ford versus... Yeah, they tried to do that. Ford versus Ferrari, Ferrari or something. Yeah. Okay, I've only seen Morbius and Pinocchio. I'm going to say Mira Sorvino, though. (laughs) I think part of the reason of this is also that disappointment as well, is sometimes a really good... Yeah. If a good actor does a really poor performance, like Lorraine Brecker has been around for years. Yeah. Penelope Cruz and Mira Sorvino have won Oscars. 
Yeah, that's why I think Mira Sorvino. Because, but her dad died recently, so I'm going to go with Penelope Cruz. All right. Or so, there's one that's nominated for two different movies. Surely, of course, the, the year. She's been by the aggregate in the year. I'm going to say something about Mira Sorvino, right? There are sometimes actors where you see them do something and you're like, they're the best actor of their generation. Yeah. And then you see them do something else and you're like, how do they have a SAG card? We'll watch Robin Hood soon. Yep. And apparently, well, apparently the person who was a great actor for one movie is terrible in that. Yeah. That's Jamie Foxx for everybody listening. Well, and then we get like Halle Berry has won an Oscar. But Halle Berry as Storm? Mm. Mm, that was for money. Sometimes they do it for money. Yeah, but you can do something for money and still act well. Well, I lo- well, can I say Anna to Armas? I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. There are she- people that then because they are the next big thing will get great movies thrown at them. Yeah. But then they'll also get a bunch of shit thrown at them. And they'll also get and they'll blonde just go, thrown at them. Yeah. They'll just go, I need to make as many movies as I can now. And then you end up with Sandra Bullock doing The Blind Side and All About Steve in the same year. <laughs> I'm tipping Mira Sorvino, even though Bing Bing Fan is nominated for two. Um, I just don't feel like a movie like The 355 in the current climate is going to win. Okay. I feel like it's a bit of an interesting, it's going to be an interestingly received thing if the Razzies go, hey, look at these women that tried to make a spy movie. Yeah. Bang, they're shit. Yeah. Because right. it's only really been the boy incel fans that ca- have canned every women's remake of something. And Razzies, I don't think, want to associate themselves with that. Mm. So I'm tipping Mira Sorvino for Lamborghini, the man behind the legends, even though I haven't seen it. Cool. Um, That's great. You have Best Supporting Actress. I in do. A supporting I role. do have a few nominees here. Yep. The first one is Angela Bassett. Oh, she did the thing. Um, for Black Panther, we're kind of forever. Yep. Hong Chow for The Whale. Yep. Kerry Condon's for The Banshees of Inishirin. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, I called that from the start. Stephanie, Stephanie Hsu. Yeah. Because she wasn't getting much talk as much as everybody yeah. else in the you cast. You said she wasn't nominated for Golden Globe and I don't think she was nominated for a BAFTA either. Um, no. But, a SAG, yes. Yeah, but she is as good, certainly, as Jamie Lee Curtis. I think she's better. In that movie. Yeah. I so that's all I've seen her in as well. I what think, do you think well, I'm really torn. Angela Bassett is very good in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. A- okay. This is my thinking. Angela Bassett here's the thing. You've got a couple of women actresses that yes. have that's redundant. That have been <laughs> around for a very long time. Yep. And that do very good work and everybody loves yes. with Angela Bassett. And, and Stephanie Hugh. Jamie Lee, she's oh, all of them. Yeah, okay. right? Yeah. And we know that the Oscars love to be like, this is a good enough performance that we can finally give this person their yeah, thing. To make up for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So I'm thinking that Angela Bassett's performance is very good. Yeah. And good enough for them to be like, it's about time. Right? Okay. But I really like Kerry Condon. 
in the Banshees of Inner Sheeran. Oh, okay. You right? think she could be snubbed? We could get a snubbage. We could get an Angela Bassett snubbage. Sorry, I said that wrong. On the, Angela Bassett. <laughs> on the record, Brett does not believe in the snub. I don't believe in the snub. Um, look, it could be any one of them, but I'll, I'll far out. I'm going to go with Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Because of the longevity and she's great. I'm going to go with Angela. I'm going to go with Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. Politically. Because there's lots of talk of Nepo, Nepo babies. babies. And so I think the Academy will see this as a chance to be like, no, we want to say Nepo babies are not just because they're children of. Mm. Look how good Jamie Lee Curtis is. Yeah. She's better than Maya Hawke. She's a... She's a <laughs> oh, give it, give us 30 years. Yeah, okay. Um, she's a double Nepo baby. She is. Well, so is Maya Hawke. Did you see her after speech where she was like... Sag speech. Oh, fuck. Sag speech. Yeah. Where she was like, this is the ring that my mother, mm. Janet Lee, Tony yeah. Curtis, father, yeah. they hated each other at the end. Yeah. But from that, they gave yeah. me and my my sister. She mentioned Nepo Babies three times at the SAGs. She was funny because they do that thing at the SAGs where they go, I'm such and such. I got my first... She goes, my first... Um, professional role was in a TV show called Petticoat Junction. Yeah. That was a remake of a movie my dad did. My I father, got, Tony Curtis. Yeah, did. Yeah. I got fired from that job. Yep. And then everybody laughed and goes, but if I didn't get fired, I wouldn't be able to do a very small independent horror movie called Halloween. And then everyone cheered. And then she's like, you know, when, she, when she goes, my father did. I know, Nepo baby. Yeah. <laughs> she is, like, I, you know, I'm on the record off the podcast about... Nepo Babies. Nepo? It can be their first gig, but she got fired from Petticoat Whatever because probably she was terrible. But then she was good in Halloween and got more roles from that. But did she only get Halloween because she's Janet Lee's daughter? Yes. Yeah. But she was good in it, good enough to get other movies after yeah. that. Yeah, Halloween she, too. Well, <laughs> she didn't get... Um, was fish get, called Wanda. She because she Fish <laughs> called Wanda because she was Tony Curtis's daughter. Yeah. Like, that's not a Tony Curtis thing. Oh, unless you look at... I think um, that ne with the Nepo baby thing, yep. the Nepo baby will get them in the door and sometimes get them their first gig. Yes. But for them, people that have been around for 40 years. Yeah. It's not the kind of nepotism that gets you to be a partner of your father's law firm. No. Because you can be completely incompetent and still be the partner of someone's law firm. Yep. You can't be completely incompetent and have a 30-year movie career. Okay. There's no terrible actors that have been That's that true. have been being terrible actors for yeah. as long as Jamie Lee Curtis has been a good actor. Yeah. True. All right, but you're going back Angela Bassett anyway. Angela I'm Bassett. I'm going uh, JLC. I wouldn't be surprised if JLC won. Back though. to the Razzies, we are going to worst supporting actor. Pete Davidson cameo role, bit rough in oh, Good Morning. Yeah. So he must have been awful. Tom Hanks in Elvis, Xavier Samuel in Blonde. Mod Sun in Good Morning and Evan Williams in Blonde. Those guys in Blonde aren't in it that much. They're the uh, threesome. Yeah. I thought they were better. I didn't think they were that bad. I thought they were better than Adrian Brody. I thought they were better than um, Anna de Armas. I thought they were better than her vagina. Adrian Brody? <laughs> oh, Adrian Brody was <laughs> a vagina god. Adrian Brody named, played unnamed husband number two. Yes. 
Daddy, number 14. Yeah. Um, I am going to say... Uh, well, you were going to say Tom Hanks yeah. then, weren't you? You're not going <laughs> to like it, but I'm actually going to say Tom I Hanks. I wouldn't be surprised. I called it. I called it from the start. Will Smith has won Oscars and Razzies. So is Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Halle Berry. Ben Affleck. Probably. Yes. Not a, He hasn't not won an acting, acting Oscar, but... Uh, There's he's plenty won. that do both. You know, one year, um, Sandra Bullock was nominated for a Razzie and an Oscar in the same year. That was Will Smith last year. She went to both. <laughs> she went to the Razzies and was like, thanks. And then like the, the next day, she's at the Oscars being like, fuck you. I just won an Oscar. I, I would 100%. If I, I was would, nominated, I would 100% I would go do to the that. Razzies. Of course I would do that. My goal is not to host the Vanity Fair Oscars party. I no. want to host the Two Brothers Entertainment Razzies party. Yeah, great. Let's do it. In Melbourne. We're doing it this week, people. <laughs> You're invited. Um, We're doing it this week, but it's on Saturday night at Pride. Yeah. All right. We're our best supporting actor for you, please. We have five nominees. Uh, Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Inner Sheeran. Okay. Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans. Barry Keoghan is apparently how we're pronouncing that. Okay. The Banshees of Inner Sheeran. And Kihi Kwan slash Short Round for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. That's in, isn't it? He's getting that. That's a given. He's winning that. Brendan Gleeson, I know, has had a very good career, so I'm sure he's great. Brendan Gleeson and Barry Keoghan. Keoghan? I would have just said Keegan. Keegan. Say it Irish t- style. Barry Keegan. But you never know. It could be Barry Curtis. Co- Cochran. Um, we're very good. But Keoghan runs on it. Judd Hirsch was apparently given kind of a bit of free reign. He's not in it for long either. He's probably in it longer than um, Pete Davidson's well, in Well, it is Good a Morning. bit of a cameo role because he's like, it's just one bit and then he goes and you never see him again. Okay. But it's Judd Hirsch. But so I, I yeah. So you're Key going Kwan. Key Kwan. Okay. Yeah. Because he's won everything else. And he's very good. Yeah, he is. Very good. Oh, I, sp- I put a Q instead of an H. I All would right. be absolutely shocked if he didn't win. Put it out there. Oh, I've written these in the wrong spots too. Okay. Razzie's lead actress or worst actress. Bryce Dallas Howard, Jurassic Park Dominion. Diane Keaton, Mac and Rita. Kaya Scodelario, The King's Daughter. Alicia Silverstone, The Requin. There's some big names in that. Yeah. I'm going to say Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay, good. Because... Nepo baby. Everyone phoned it in, but she phoned it in on a Nokia 3310. Like, hers was... At least Diane Keaton's <laughs> was an iPhone 5. Yeah. Diane Keaton had an iPhone 5, which is probably at Diane's age all she can manage. Yep. Um, on the big... She's got big yeah. text. Alicia Silverstone was doing it on an iPad. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard was the worst acting performance of that movie. And not, that's saying something. Yeah, not because I think the T Rex acted better. Not because she acted badly, but because I felt like she didn't act. Right. Like Yeah, okay. It was yep. just like I am saying the lines now to Chris Pratt, who I am meant to be madly in love with. I am trying to protect this girl from dinosaurs and the evil lab people now. So she was just like as the check cleared. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am now delivering my dialogues. <laughs> that's dialogues. Um, yes. That's how So your BDH is the Nepo is the pick for JPD. Nepo Howard. 
right. Okay. Um, no nepos in this one. Um, actress in a leading role for good movies. Um, or blonde. Um, <laughs> Actually, can I say they're going to make a late run? Because they've only nominated four. Yeah, just, just gonna, a surprise nomination. Just gonna, oh, and the winner is Anna de Armas. Back in the day, you could be a write-in candidate for the Oscars. Oh, really? You could just write your own thing go, Dear Academy, my name is Betty Davis. I'm really good. <laughs> Dear Academy, my name is Anna de Armas. And I am a good actor, but this is a shit movie. Yeah. Take pity on me. Yeah. Um, so, Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Ta. Yep. Anna de Armas, blonde. Andrea Riseborough, to Leslie. Michelle Williams, The Fablemans, Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere, All at Once. Okay, you smiled through to Leslie. Tell us the story there, please. <laughs> well, it was a complete shock of a nomination. Nobody yeah. had heard of this thing. It's was, it a very a, was it a write-in? It was a write-in, <laughs> but it did cause some controversy. So after it, they did like a little investigation. Yeah. Because apparently there was a group of people like campaigning. Via social for media for her and being like, nominate her in this and blah, blah, blah. Was it like that year Tom Gleason won the Gold Logie? Yeah, a bit like that. Yeah. But on a slightly higher level and she's not going to win. The Logies? Um, yeah. Yeah, right. So they would looked into that and like... So is it a good against movie? the rule. Oh, no, 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 I'm not watching it. I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> okay. So you're not saying she's going to win? She's fifth place. All right. Yeah. Fourth place is Anna de Armas. <laughs> Sixth place is third place Armas. is Michelle Williams. Okay, and then in a tie for first place, I can't, I can't, you pick. can't pick it. But I, I think the best decision they could make would be to give it to Michelle Yeoh. Okay, it's a great role. It's different from normal things they give it to. It's a she's been point. around for years. It's a political point. And Kate's already won. Kate's won a couple of one-offs already. Do you know that of all the acting nominees this year, hmm. she's the only one that's won one before? Of all 20 of them? Of all 20 of them. Wow. Well, she yeah. won't win then. Yeah. So, um, I, my, look, it's a very close two-horse race. I can't pick it. But Michelle Yeoh. Okay. But if Kate Blanchard won, I would not be upset. I don't think anyone will be upset. Twitter will explode. Was, yeah, with everything lovers. But yeah, but she was good. She was very good. I also and don't also just think completely different movies. Yeah, and completely different roles. I also don't think the mad fans of everything, everywhere, all at once. Most of them will have gone to see Tar. No, so you can't compare. But also, if you say the Oscar goes to Kate Blanchett, nobody's going to go there and go. Oh, really? Yeah, you know what I mean. It was like when it's did you read Kate some Blanchett. headline before that said that. Um, Bradley Cooper got snubbed when they gave the Oscar to Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, I'm just like, I was trying to think when they were even nominated at the same time. But it doesn't matter because one of them is Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> one one guy makes five movies a lifetime and is the greatest actor ever. Bradley Cooper makes five movies a year and he's okay. Yeah. Um, speaking of more than one movie in a year, Tom Hanks is also nominated oh, for no. Worst Actor. <laughs> hmm. What for, Lee? Uh, for the man called Disney's Otto. Pinocchio. Right. So, for Worst Actor, we've got Colson Baker, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly, for Good Morning. Pete Davidson, voice only for Marmaduke. Oh, him again as well. Tom Hanks as Geppetto. I don't know why that was specified. Disney's Pinocchio. Jared Leto in Morbius. And Sylvester Stallone in Samaritan. I don't think they'll give it to Sylvester Stallone. I would not be surprised if they gave it to Jared Leto. I Because they clearly didn't like that movie. I think it will go to Jared Leto. 
partly because of disappointment mm. um, and partly because he wasn't great. And they didn't like, yeah, they're right. They didn't like Morbius. Well, they didn't like, they clearly didn't like Pinocchio or Good Morning either, but Machine yeah. Gun Kelly's not an actor. Yeah. And I also don't think you could give uh, Worst Supporting Actor and Worst Actor both to Tom Hanks because then you will be run out of Hollywood. Yep. So I'm going with Jared It'll be Leto the last Razzies ever. For Morbius. He'll get all his mates. He's got a lot of mates in Hollywood, Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. And he's America's father. Yeah. It'll be like when Donald Trump allegedly didn't tweet Storm the Capitol. That's what it'll be. People will storm the Razzie's yeah, office. People will allegedly not tweet about storming right. the okay. Razzie's office. And yeah. then all of a sudden a man dressed as a yak will be storming through. And I think the good um, use of that kind of analogy is that Donald Trump could very easily tweet about the Razzie's. He's probably fucking won one before. <laughs> <laughs> Worst performance by a host of a reality show. No, it was surely for him, it was him in Home Alone 2. <laughs> Worst actor in a lead role. Donald Trump as the President of the United <laughs> States. Oh, there you go. Political right. humour. I've um, I've I'm also I'm all over the place here. That's fine. You're picking Jared Leto. Yep. Okay. Uh, are you? Yep. <laughs> actor in a good leading role. Okay. Or act in a leading role in a oh no in a good leading role. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actor in a good leading role or best performance by a fat suit in a motion picture. <laughs> oh. uh, Austin Butler, Elvis. Colin Farrell, Banshees of Inner Sheeran. Worst performance by fat suit, Tom Hanks in Elvis. <laughs> Brendan Fraser and his fat suit, The Whale. Paul Mescal, After Sun, Bill Nye, Living. Mm. You've most recently seen Living. It was very good. Mm. I got a little, I cried. I'd scored high on the cry score. Can I rant a little bit about acting? Sure. I want someone to realise that comedy is acting. Right? People do realise that. The Academy doesn't. The Academy <laughs> Because Bill Nighy has done comedies mm-hmm. and Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah. That's his whole career. Yeah. <laughs> In those movies, he obviously acts very well. Because yeah. as soon as you give him something serious, he's nominated for Best Actor. He was very good in that and understated. Yeah. There's no crazy out, I'm screaming at this woman in a fat suit moment. I just... It's very good performance. It's just solid. I just feel like, like, and you know, and the same is Robin Williams. Not nominated for Mrs. Doubtfire, not nominated for Toys. That was shit. That's fair enough. <laughs> Not nominated for Fern Gully, not nominated I mean, for Aladdin. Yeah. But then, like, give him a suicidal kid in a boys' high school nominated straight away. Yeah. Obviously, they're very different roles, but comedy actors are very good. They do on a rare occasion. Well, apparently, according to the Golden Globes, Everything Everywhere All at Once is a comedy. Was funny. When you when you said, is her trophy a butt plug? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Me being impatient could have just waited to explain why that was a joke. Um, Look, again, a two-horse race. Um, But Austin Butler's my pick. Austin Butler is who you'd like to win or who you think will win? Both. Okay. Fat suit's not going to get him over the line? Look, I also wasn't a fan of Whale, the movie. Okay. Um. It just didn't kind of do the story deep enough. 
But it's you watch that performance and you go, oh, it's good. And there's haha, and then there's bits where he's like, oh my god, this is really intense. The Academy's gonna love this. And you know, at the Oscars, usually they show a clip. Yes. And I go, that's it. I was yeah. watching. If I wasn't watching it in a cinema, I would have been like, rewind. That's the clip they're gonna show. That's Oscars what's gonna night. be on the big screen. Yeah. Okay. So he's good. If Brendan Fraser wins, it'll be a pity. You know, it'll be like, oh, sorry, we did you wrong. Oh, yeah, and it'll be a makeup for Bedazzled. Exactly, because he was great in that. A great comedy performance, Lee. Exactly. And How George Liz the Hurley jungle. wasn't nominated for that as well is beyond me. So, imagine, Austin imagine Butler. Imagine that we have to say Elizabeth Hurley Oscar winner. Thank well, God did we you don't. ever think you would say the sentence Matthew McConaughey Oscar winner? No, but here we are. No. Certainly should have been that one where he dives for the treasure. Interstellar. <laughs> There's that terrible one. Fool's gold. Yeah, fool's gold. Yeah. All right, we're into the last big three, four categories. Director. Worst director. Judd Apatow, The Bubble. Judd Apatow. The Bubble is a movie about actors trying to make a movie in lockdown. Star- Wait, let me nope, guess who not. stars in that. What's her name? Liz. Leslie, what's Leslie Mann? Yeah. No, it stars none of his usuals, which is uh-huh. probably why it's terrible. Is that what they all, they all like <laughs> Judd? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's like, I'm in f- fucking lockdown. I finally got a chance to introduce myself to my kids. Give me a break. Yeah. Judd Apatow for The Bubble, Colson Baker, oh. a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly, and Mod Sun for Good Morning, mm-hmm. Andrew Dominic for Blonde, Daniel Espinosa for Morbius, Robert Zemeckis for Disney's Pinocchio. I feel like this is going to be a disappointing one and go to Judd Apatow. I think it's going to go to Blonde because that was all over the place. Oh, yeah, that's true, actually. In why? terms of like, direction. Why was some bits colour black and white? And I was like, is this like this is when she's being Norma Jean and this is when she's being Marilyn? But I was like, no, because when she's on a movie set, it's black and white. And I'm yeah. like, why is it when she's in the nut job house with her thing? She's, the loss. Yeah, she's... Um, black and white And then when she's given head to the president She's colour well, I was also, just like what is, what is happening There was some where it was widescreen And some where it was 4-3 And I thought oh maybe some of that is her real life But then when she's doing movie stuff It's widescreen Because yeah. movies are widescreen yeah. But then no They showed all about Eve In the square Not in the widescreen But you know what I didn't like When they put her in the movies Yeah But when they did it And then sometimes did it But then didn't do it that made no sense. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. all about Eve. It's her with George Sanders who got a credit um, as yeah. being himself, I think. <laughs> and then it was just like, why George, do they all George look Sanders like... George Sanders as George Sanders yeah. as character. Why do they look like bloated whalers? Like that was her accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> that sounds racist. Yes. But then, and then in some other one where it was like a scene from Some Like It Hot, it was like her in it. But then in the background, it wasn't Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon. It was like some random dude and Jack Lemon's kid. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, fuck so hell. where's his nomination? All Best right. disappointment of a son in a motion picture. C- c- I want to go back one to worst supporting actress, but it's a kid. The girl that plays the young Norma Jean, horrendous. Oh, yeah. But anyway, kids can act. Kids can act. Pick a good actor. All right, I'm going. I wrote Espinosa Morbius when I meant to write. Dominic, Dominic Blonde. Blonde. You changed my mind because it is a fucking hot mess. I thought that in my the first half that I watched. Yeah. Best director. Best director. Martin McDonough, Banshees of Inner Sharon. 
The Daniels, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, The Fablemans, Todd Field, Tar, and Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness. I like Tar, but I also like Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. Look, I'm going to say it. I would not be surprised in this least if they fucking give it to Spielberg. Oh, really? It's Spielberg who they love. Making a movie Make about a movie Spielberg. about himself. Yeah. Making movies. They'll be like, oh my God, he's so good. He stole that shot from Raiders. You know what I mean? There yeah, were yeah. a few moments in it. I was just like, the dad comes home in a, like a trench coat and a hat. Okay. And for some reason, Michelle Williams bought a monkey. It's a bit all over the place. And... The monkey jumps up on his shoulder. So it's a man in a trench coat and a hat with a monkey on his shoulder. And I'm like, Indiana Jones. No, Indiana Jones. But isn't that the thing of like, these are things that happened in this kid's real life. And so that's why Steven Spielberg put that shot in Raiders. Yeah. Yes. Even though I think the monkey is is, in Last Crusade. But anyway, yes. Um, And then there were also read an article where it's like, all the references Spielberg put in the Fablemans. And one was like, in this scene where he's riding down the street in a bike... He got that from E.T. I'm like, it's kids riding a bike down the street. They don't then start flying. He got that from E.T.? You know, it's no, like, no, that's a reference to E.T. E- <laughs> he goes, that's a reference to his yeah, yeah. E- thing in E.T. Anyway, I I don't know. So Just Daniels. I, it should be the Daniels, It I should think. be the Daniels, but wouldn't be surprised by a Spielberg. Todd, like the directing in Tar was really good. Yeah, I think it was. Also, I am very... Baffled. I'm not going to use the S word. Okay. How the whoever German man who directed uh, All Quiet on the Western Front mm. is not nominated in this because it was incredible. Snub. I'm saying it. Snub. Just because he's German. Is it? Yeah. Racial. Racial. All right. So, but you're tipping the Daniels. I'm tipping the Daniels. All right. Now we're on to the bigger one. Worst picture. I love it. I love that there's. I love that the Razzies are even a thing. Rem- uh. Remember the year that they changed it and pushed Best Picture last because they thought it was going to be Chadwick Boseman, Best Actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it wasn't. And then it was Anthony <laughs> Hopkins, and he wasn't even there. Yeah. And it was all just like, "Thanks, everyone. See you next year. We'll do better. We'll do better Thanks next year." And then we'll somebody's got slapped. Wow. Well, that was two years later, I think. Anyway, continue. Worst Picture. Yeah. Five nominations. Blonde, Not Disney's surprised. Pinocchio, Good Morning, The King's Daughter, and Morbius. Blonde. Done. I'm just saying blonde. I would be surprised. I haven't seen any of those except blonde. I would not be surprised. I, I would be surprised if any movie was worse than that. Blonde is up there with one of the worst movies I've ever seen. The more we talk about it, the more I want to watch The Good Morning. <laughs> I was, you know what? I was... I have walked out of the movies once. If I paid to watch Blonde, I would have walked out. Because I essentially did. I put it on Netflix and then an hour in, I turned it off and went to bed. Um, Do you know what I was about to do? I was about to Google Google reviews. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking Blonde in my head. It's got a 2.5. On uh, Google. Blonde. I think it depends, because she even came out about it. What's her name? Anna de Armas, not Marilyn Monroe, she's dead. And was like, it wasn't meant to make a, it wasn't meant to be a movie that people like. 
In terms of like, okay. it's not meant to be a nostalgic, oh, wasn't she amazing look back at Marilyn Monroe. It was meant to be like, um, her, her life was fucked up. But there's a better way to do that. Yeah. Well, you think we, we have previously on Two Drink Cinema reviewed the Tina documentary. Yes. Right? Yeah. And there was the Tina movie. Yeah. Right? Before that. Tina's life was fucked up. Mm. And in that, there were scenes accordingly. And what but happened? It was a well-made movie. Angela Bassett got yeah. nominated yeah. for an Oscar. Yeah, she did the thing. She did the thing. So, for months reading the reviews, and there are a lot of press reviewers who have this movie as less than stellar ratings, just read the one-star reviews here. That's the <laughs> opening of this review. I can suspect a few reasons why. It's not woke. Oh, for fuck's sake. Next. Also on. has a staunch scene displaying the duality of the pro-choice, pro-life... Oh, my God. So I'm not going to... Yeah, we can about the movie, much was made of the of the of the De Armas accent. So here's the thing: somehow, impossibly, it's ninety eight percent gone. Let's give her the two percent. Heck, the effort she gave to the role just demonstrates how hard it really is to be an actor. Piss off. Um, at issue, perhaps with some today, is the overwhelming femininity displayed, as it must have really existed in another time and place in the world. Also, can I just say, with the it's bad casting in my mind. She one, yeah. She's too thin. Yeah, a huge part of her Marilyn Monroe was her curviness. Yeah. Yes. If I was Anna Armas, I wouldn't even go to the Oscars, but she will. Um, will be a seat warmer. Yeah. Can I talk about good movies yet? Oh, what's your pick, Blonde? We're going. With oh yeah, Blonde. Yeah, 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 great. I found myself increasingly angry watching this film and wondered if Joyce Carol Oates is to blame for the distortion in the facts of Marilyn Monroe's life. Yes. You know what? I that's don't, a one-star. Well, you can't... This is a thing with biopics as well. You, you you can't say some things are fact or fiction. Yeah. You know when you're like... Oh, what's that thing? I don't know. The Queen. Yeah. You can't say that that is the exact conversation that Queen Elizabeth and Tony Blair had in that room because they're the only two there. Oh, and you can't, the, the scenes between Queen Elizabeth and Princess Diana, you can't do those no. ones because one of them's dead and one of them killed her. Allegedly. Oh. No, I didn't say They're that. both dead. Oh, they're both dead now, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you forgot Meatloaf died. Treason. Yeah, but there's a difference between Meatloaf and the Queen. We got a day <laughs> off for one of them. And I sat here all day and watched Rocky Horror. I'd rather see Queen perform at the AFL Grand Final. Oh, the band. The Queen? No, not the Queen. Queen. Come all right, save us sorry. All. I'm not saying that allegedly the Queen killed the... They're both dead anyway, and you can't they're both dead know what they said to each other. Some circumstances are there. Yep. Nominees for Best Picture of the Year. Fuckload. Ten. Uh, all Quiet on the Western Front. I'm not going to go and read the yes. producers. Avatar, colon, The Way of Water. The Banshees of Inishiran. Elvis. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Scream from the crowd. The Fablemans. Tar. Top Gun, Colin Maverick. Triangle of Sadness. Women Talking. Oh, Francis McNorman, producer. It is broad. Look. I don't know. I think Avatar Way of Water mm. is a great movie. It is a great story and yeah. it is incredibly well told. I think it's in tenth place, but I yes, I actually ninth, ninth place. Top Elvis Gun Maverick. Is, oh, no, I was going to say Elvis. 
Yeah. See, there's a whole balancing thing of like best picture. What? How much do you rate of story? How much do you rate of making? It's the whole thing. Yeah. So I think Avatar ticks the big boxes of very good story and very well told and very well made. It's well directed. It's probably good acting as well. Yeah. The first one was, I would say I'm still to this day will go to my grave. I'm I'm dying. Uh, Saying that Zoe Saldana should have been nominated for an Oscar for the first one. She should have been nominated. If she should have been nominated for an Oscar for the first one, she should 100% be nominated for an Oscar for this one. Oh, wow. Because I think her acting performance is better in this one than the first one. You know, who's a good actor who will never get a thing? Spoiler alert. She loses a child in this movie, right? And is that the way of the water? The, like, you wouldn't say, well, not me, but generally, you wouldn't say people would cry in Avatar, right? A movie like Avatar, right? I would. Oh, I you would, yeah. But there were people in the cinema crying. Oh, wow. Not she because, is good. I don't think because the kid died, they were crying empathetically mm. with Zoe Saldana's character. Um, and the way the Navi Were you people, at the mother's session? Oh, <laughs> I just about should have been. There was a bloody three-year-old that wouldn't shut up two seats down from me. Fancy taking your kid to a three-hour movie that starts at 7.30 at night. Taking your kid to that movie at all? Yeah. It'll be in Disney Plus in a week and a half, so yeah. just watch it then. No, she's good. She's very good, and she portrays this human-slash-animalistic representation of the Navi people incredibly well yeah um my one issue with avatar way of water is stereotyping right the first movie we're like the navi are most definitely not african yes okay yep the way of all those people were played by people of color the way of water no not they're not but also the other tribe are not but also i want to tell you what the other tribe looks like do you want to on air? They it's go problematic. Are they going to get cancelled? Go to uh, out in the middle of the ocean, a whole lot of tropical islands. Oh no! They have face tattoos. Oh no! They James Cameron has just gone. What are we going to make this island tribe look like? Oh, mm, who's that? Polynesian guy, oh, like it's a hundred percent just like Pacific Islander people are this tribe of Islander people. Yeah. That that's I think a reason why it might not win Best Picture. But other than that, other it's than very the, well made. I and think well-told. the other reason it won't win Best Picture is that there's about seven better movies on this list. I do want to watch All Quiet on the Western. All Front. Quiet on the Western Front is amazing, but I don't think it'll win. Well, at least it's there, so you don't have to read the book. Yeah, it's also a second time that movie's been made, so I'm not going to eat. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, look, I don't know. I think everybody thinks everything, everywhere, all at once is a clear front runner, mm. but I think it's a lot closer than that. You're ruling out Maverick. You're ruling out Avatar. It won't be Avatar or Top Gun Maverick or Triangle of Sadness or Elvis. Her Triangle of Sadness is very good, though. Yeah, but I just think it's not... Best picture good. Yeah. Um, women talking... Look, it could be one of those years where 
everybody's all over the place and they don't know what they're doing. So then like fucking women talking wins. Yeah, okay. But I think it will be everything everywhere all at once. But Banshees of Inisherin and Tar could also win. Okay. We're going to put these up on our socials. Mm. Oh, the pen ran out. The pen yep. that I've been clicking the whole way through this episode. Apologies, yep, yep, everyone. Yep, yep. Everything, everywhere, all at once. We're going to put our predictions up on our socials at Two Drink Cinema. So follow us on uh, the four big ones. Yeah. Be real. MySpace. Snapchat and, and Snapchat Pinterest. And Pinterest. We are on there as well as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Yes. Okay. Um, and join our Facebook group if you want to have your predictions uh, and tell us those before Sunday night slash Monday afternoon. Mm. Tuesday, we will release our Oscars Razzie review as a bonus episode. Yep. Um, which we'll also be recording here. There are a few every year, you know, people deep dive, myself included. Yes into potential, like, history-making things. Oh, yeah. And the, and the like. There are some obvious history-making things when a movie like Everything Everywhere All at Once with the cast that it has gets made and yes, nominated okay. for a lot. Yep. So, there, you know, I think that'll happen a bit. Um, But I got for the first time since the 7th Academy Awards. Oh, wow. Right? In yes. 1935. Wow. All five Best Actor nominees are first-time nominees. Wow. Right? Across all the categories, mm-hmm. only four performance have performers have previously been nominated for an Oscar. Oh, okay, wow. Kate Blanchett, which is, she's hogging them because she's yep. got yep. eight. Rude. Michelle Williams, Angela Bassett and Judd Hirsch. Across the four actors. Yeah, yep. the four um, categories. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Right. So a lot of first-timers. Um, Judd Hirsch now has the longest record between nominations. Oh, really? When yeah. was his last one? Does 1980. And he hasn't been nominated for anything since? No. Nah. Till now. So 42 years. Wow. Right? Cray cray. He's also the first time since 1977... That there have been two movies that have got four acting nominations. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? Yeah, and The Banshees of Inisherin. The Banshees of mm. But not in the four categories for Everything, nah, Everywhere, All at Once. Nah, because there's, there's yep. double ups. Yeah. The other, mm. um, John Williams is now the oldest Oscar nominee ever. And he will he, be again next year. He old. <laughs> Hopefully. He is also holds the record for the most nominated living person. <laughs> wow. 53. 53 Crazy. nominations. Good. But he still has nine to go to catch up to Walt Disney. Yeah, well, he produced a million movies. Yeah, Walt Disney has 59 nominations and 22 wins. Do you think John Williams should just do a Bruce Willis year? Just next year, just release nine movies? And just hope he gets nominated for all of them. <laughs> yeah, just go, what What can I get? Let's go. Okay, uh, wait, are they making that Harry Potter Cursed Child movie? Do that. If Thank does, you. If he does five movie scores. Yeah, there'll be another Star Wars. writes yep. five songs. Well. Done. Ten. Surely he's doing the internet and he joins five music. Oh. oh. That. I'm putting new that Harry Potter. That's going to get Razzie's. A new Star Wars. 
Indy Five's going to get Razzie nominations next year. Hopefully Harrison Spielberg's Ford... Spielberg's making another movie, so... Hopefully Harrison Ford gets Razzie nominations next year, so it's like, stop doing it, mm. Harrison. Yeah. Anything else Oscar noteworthy? This isn't, a, this isn't a thing for me, what people are going on about, right? Angela Bassett... Yes. ...makes history by becoming the first Marvel person to be nominated. Like, you know... It's the first Marvel yeah. movie to be nominated it's not for acting. Making history quotes. But mm. it is a thing, right? Because we've said it about comedies and it's often similar about action movies. Yeah. Action movies often don't get, other than special effects editing sound, yeah. any recognition or enough recognition from the Academy. Some action movies, not top not Top Gun Maverick, have Great acting performances. Yeah. Not necessarily some of the Marvel ones. Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther was very good. Mm-hmm. But Michael B. Jordan was terrible in the first one, just putting it out there. But it also depends what you count as acting. Like, I think for another 40 years, when someone says Robert Downey Jr., they will just think Iron Man. Yep. And they will write comics now for the next 30 years where Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Yeah. So I think that's good acting. He didn't cry. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't, you know, yell and scream and be angry, you know, or wear a fat suit. Yeah. But he's still a good actor. Yeah. Within what it I is. I mean, he gets nominated when he does blackface. Well, we don't have enough time to talk about <laughs> that. Okay? And if Ben Still is not apologising, yeah. then, then I'm not. For saying that you, the, lead, okay, lead, lead into blackface. I've never done blackface. Um, okay. I've okay. also got a skin transplant like Robert Downey <laughs> Jr.'s character in Tropic Thunder. Um, there's a couple more which are quite impressive. Steven Spielberg is now tied for, tied for directing the most Best Picture nominees with 13 films. Oh, wow. It's, which is crazy. Tied with who? Um, Judd William Wyler. Oh, William Wyler. He old. He's old. He did like Ben Hur and shit. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I've heard of him. But I also feel like ben was Hur. it him or somebody else that's won like four? Anyway, in addition, mm-hmm. Spielberg also holds the record for the first and only director to be nominated for Academy Awards in six different decades. Oh, he's done a, He's done the share of the Oscars. Yeah, he's the share of the Oscars. Wow. Six seventies, eighties, nineties. Thousands, tens, twenties. What was his movie in the sixties, Spielberg? No, seventies. Seventies. Seventies, eighties, nineties. Jaws. Thousands, tens, twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Thank cray, you cray. For, I'll just got to confirm it. Yeah. Yeah. He's the share of the Academy Awards. Yeah. And our Kate, Kate the Great. Oh yeah. Um. Is appearing in her tenth Best Picture nominee, which is now which is a record as well. Crazy. She's a quality actor. She does good shit, Kate. Sometimes it's also just making good choices. Yeah, it's like I feel like she doesn't do a lot of movies, but they're all good. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, if you think, he's been around for 30 years. Yeah. He hasn't made that many movies. No. He's still on Titanic money, so that's fine. Yeah, and Kate Blanchett's still on Thor money. Yeah, she's on Thor Ragnarok money. That's fine. Every now and then you've got to do... She's still on Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Oh, my honey. God. forgot about that. <laughs> so, yeah, if anyone ever comes up to Kate Blanchett and was like, I know you won for Tar, 
and you're great, but do you remember Thor Ragnarok? She'll be like, no. Do you remember Crystal Skull? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's always got that comeback. And you go, it's great. She's won three. And I, if, if, some, if someone, if I was Kate Blanchett, right? They're like, I can't believe you've won three. That's a lot. And I would have been going, I should have four. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Gwyneth. Piss off, Gwyneth. <laughs> All right. That's our review, preview, preview. of... The two biggest it's awards, closely. two biggest awards events can, on the calendar. I would also like to thank the Academy um, for putting uh, the awards on a public holiday Australia oh, yeah. time, so I don't have to take a day off work to watch them. I would have, but um, yeah, it's but very I convenient, have, so exactly. we couldn't watch them together. Yeah. So thank you to the Academy, uh, and thank you for the Razzies. We'll have our Razzies after party. We'll be at Pride Sunday night. Yeah. Why not? Um, we're going there now. Yep. So let's wrap this up because we ordered dinner. We did. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Join the Facebook group or jump onto our socials to let us know what you think will win all of the categories we talked about tonight. Yeah. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share this episode with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Two Brothers Entertainment on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and we pay our respects and acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening, happy watching and please drink responsibly.